Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in to A Lens into Medicine, a platform and community where future medical professionals are encouraged to join to learn more about what the future holds for them. I'm your host, Parth. This podcast will be a place where we talk about what really happens in medicine, including the healthcare education leading up. We'll bring on current university students, residents, and healthcare professionals to learn more about their experiences along the journey. Surrounded by the internet in this day and age, people only seem to highlight their wins and successes. As a result, I wish to bring transparency and reveal the raw details that lie along the way. I can't wait to meet you, and I'm excited for what the future holds for us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Lens into Medicine. Today, we'll be talking all about dual degree programs with Kennedy Dawson, a second year osteopathic medicine and MBA student. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today, Kennedy. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, thank you. Um, how was your summer? You know, you just started uh, school again. How's that going? I did. I just started. This is week two. So my summer was nice and restful. Lots of reality TV. But yeah, I'm back in the swing of things at school now. And I've got an exam coming up already. Nice. Okay, so let's jump right in then. Um, so tell me, um, why did you, you uh, choose this uh, specific career path? And like, what was your inspiration in getting into it? Yeah, so um, specifically chose medicine pretty early on. I had decided I wanted to be a doctor when I was like six years old, even though I had no idea what it really entailed. Um, We went on like a field trip to the hospital. And so I was like, oh, I want to be a doctor. Um, And then as I kind of grew into that, I just learned more about the field, learned more about like what it was actually like to be a doctor. And throughout high school, I did a sports medicine program, shadowed a physician and realized that I loved learning about the body. I loved health and healthcare and just helping people get back to like their normal, happy, healthy selves was something that sounded really fulfilling to me. And I'm also like very leadership oriented. So I wanted to be able to um, have like the pressure on me to make the decisions regarding people's care and to kind of be that person for them, like their point person. So medicine just kind of fit that. Um, and becoming a physician really fit that. And then I decided to pursue, pursue the MBA because I'm hopefully interested in like working in hospital administration, hospital leadership, and then I'd love to potentially open my own practice someday. So that kind of inspired me to also do the MBA at the same time as med school. Yeah, cool. looks like you have some fun plans for the future. Um, really quickly, why did you decide to... Uh, major in, or I guess, uh, specialize in osteopathic medicine instead of getting like a normal MD was, uh, what, what was your reasoning behind that? Yeah. So, um, for those of you that are listening that don't know, so osteopathic medicine, um, is almost the same as getting an MD. So I'm going to, and at the end of my four years, that's what I will be a DO. So I'll still be a physician. I will still be able to like prescribe, treat, um, do surgery, like any of those things that that an MD can do, I will be able to do all those things. So in that aspect, the training is exactly the same. Um, I'll do the same like residency programs after and all that, but osteopathic physicians, in addition, they do what is called osteopathic manipulative medicine, which is kind of a hands-on form of treatment that can be used for so many things. Like 
anything from musculoskeletal issues and pain injuries or um we can even do it with like viscerosomatic issues um so like if someone comes in for um they're coughing or they have like lung problems maybe like pneumonia or something like that like i can do omem on them to help them kind of clear that out or to just start mobilizing some of the muscles and get some of those like muscles working a little bit better and just kind of overall make them feel better if that makes sense so um dios focus a lot more a little more holistic medicine the osteopathic kind of philosophy focuses on um mind body spirit is what it, the are the like connections they focus on and i felt like that just made a lot more sense to me when i decided i wanted to be a physician i felt like i couldn't become a doctor and not learn omm because that sounded so exciting to me um because even now like my mom is a bodybuilder and so i can like treat her when she when i go visit home and if she has like sore muscles or aches and pains like i can help fix those for her and just that aspect of being able to like help people's pain and give them immediate relief just using my hands is something that I thought was really really cool and really wanted to be a part of. And then I just love the philosophy overall because I love that they focus on the patient as a whole and not just walking in as a diagnosis. We focus on the whole person, which is a great way to practice medicine. So that kind of made me choose my path. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, you mentioned earlier that um you're also doing your MBA, so Can you explain to the listeners like what are dual degrees? Yeah, so a dual degree basically is when you go to school for two degrees at the same time. Um so in some instances like for medical school specifically, um I am going to medical school to become a DO, to become a physician, but at the same which takes 4 years for me to graduate. While at the same time I'm doing that, I'm also getting my MBA and I will get my MBA also in 4 years. So when I graduate, I will end up graduating with two degrees rather than one. So how many of them exist in the medical field and like what are the differences between um those? Yeah, um I think actually a lot of medical schools have them. What type of degree they offer is what varies the most. Um it's it's actually quite uncommon for schools to offer an MBA program, which an MBA is a Masters of Business Administration. Um that's not a super common healthcare related um master's degree I would say most schools that I have seen offer a, an MPH a master's of public health which I also have that I just got that before I started medical school um some my school also has a bioethics degree so if you're interested in like ethics and philosophy um bioethics specifically the, that's a super interesting one and then I think a lot of them also do um trying to think besides the MPH. Um there are actually some schools that offer a JD like you can become a lawyer and a physician at the oh. same time which sounds it's absolutely insane to me like I yeah. I know people want to do it or an MD MD DO or PhD you can get both of those at the same time as well but I would say MPH is one of the most common uh maybe in masters of healthcare administration as well so I would say there's a lot of options out there it just kind of depends on what you want to do. Most schools will have at least one option. It just depends on if it's the master's degree that you want. So, what are the benefits to such programs? You know, obviously it's going to like probably you're going to have to do more work. So, what does someone who takes both programs get out of it? Yeah. Um so it do, it definitely does increase your workload. I would say 
how successful you can be really depends on how much support the school you're going to will give you. And a lot of medical schools will give a lot of support to make this possible because they know that it can be hard. Medical school is hard enough by itself. Um, that it's hard to add a master's degree onto that, but Um, like my personal workload for the MBA is honestly not that much. My school focuses on like front loading my classes in the first and second year when I'm in my preclinical years, because I have a little more control over my schedule right now. It's like classic classroom kind of lecture study at home learning where third and fourth year of med school is focused on clinical rotations. And so that's a little bit harder to fit in classes because I don't always know when I'll be done that day. It's kind of up to whatever doctor I'm working with and how many patients we have, things like that. So the benefits of it though, I mean, it's a huge benefit for you to be a physician and to also just have some level of knowledge in something outside of your field. It makes you a more um, desirable like job candidate in the future and also more adaptable to your future career. So, um, and then also for residency for medical students that are wanting to match into residency. So um, for those of you who don't know that process, after I graduate the four years, I will pick a specialty and then I'll apply to residency in that specialty where I will become a doctor and then I'll have to do specialized training for anywhere from three to seven years in the specialty that I choose. So then that's how I would become like a cardiologist or an internal medicine doctor, family medicine, things like that. So matching into residency is really hard. Um, Not every physician has a spot to match. So which is pretty stressful. So things doing dual degrees like this make you stand out on your application and they make you a little more impressive and unique, has something to talk about. But for me, having a master's of public health and then also having an MBA is going to set me up well for administration jobs and just to be able to be more of an asset to the places that I work because I have a set of knowledge that not every physician will have. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, it helps in like your residency match. I thought it like only makes a difference when you um, like if after residency, when you're applying to things after that. So yeah, that's definitely something I didn't know. But you uh, when you you mentioned earlier, um, your program kind of puts more classes and like the MBA coursework in the first two years, because after you're doing clinical rotations. So how do programs Mm -hmm. make time for both degrees? Like, do you have to cut time from both? Do you have to do in the summer? How does that work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of options for that. So speaking to what I specifically do, my curriculum. So um, when I say front load the classes, like most of my MBA will be done by the end of this year. Um, And that's mainly because they like between first and second year of med school, you do have a pretty normal summer break. Like I had about eight weeks off where I truly had no responsibilities. And so during a portion of that eight weeks, I took four of my MBA courses. So I almost, I basically took, I think 12 hours was what it was equivalent to, which is a full-time graduate school load. So fitting the classes in your summer breaks. And then during the school year, I'll take like one class at a time. So it doesn't really, I mean, it adds some time, like some work to my week, but it doesn't take away any time that I would be spending studying. It just, I have to be a little bit more disciplined with my time during those like eight weeks that I'm in a class just to make sure I get everything done. But my coursework is mainly online as well. So if you're actually going to class, that would make a difference. And there are some schools that will have you add a year, like in between your second and third year. So it would take you five years to graduate from medical school. That is also an option. And they kind of cram everything into that year, maybe sprinkle a little bit afterwards if you need to. But 
my program specifically doesn't want to, me to add any time onto my four years. So that's kind of why it's sprinkled throughout. But there's a lot of different ways that different schools do it. So is that something that you looked at when you were applying or when you're deciding where to go uh, to school, like how they treated the program and like the ways they uh, implemented uh, both in your schedule? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I have, I'd always been interested in a dual degree and I knew that I was really keen on getting an MBA. I think if I were to do, I wasn't planning on really doing any other um, dual degree. So if I hadn't gotten into a school, that had that, I probably wouldn't have done one at all. But yeah, when I was applying, I made sure to look into what kind of dual degree programs they had, how long would it take, would they make me add time or not, um, and kind of like hear from students that had done it as well. During the interview days, usually they'll connect you with some students that have done it as well, so I could ask them questions like if they felt like it was manageable or not and if they enjoyed it. So those were all super important to making my decision. So did it change the way that you um, had to approach your med school applications, like the extracurriculars and the courses that you took um, before you applied in like your uh, undergrad year? Mm. Um, I wouldn't say so. I think if you think you might be interested in doing a dual degree in medical school, there's really no expectation for you to do anything different in your application. Um, you can always make it known in your like essays. If there's an opportunity for that, you can always make it known that you're interested in that particular school because of their dual degree program, because you're interested in that. It's always good to have specific, like unique aspects of every school that you're interested in. So you can talk to that school about it because then they know you're really interested. Um, but there's nothing different or specific that like a college student would need to do like a pre-med student, um, if they're wanting to do a dual degree. A lot of medical students honestly are open to doing a dual degree, but they don't actually decide until they're well within to, into their first year. I didn't have to make decision until I think January of my first year. Uh -huh. So there's plenty of time and you're not really bound to anything. So yeah, you've got time to think about it. So you applied before you got into medical school, right? And then you decided later on to do it? Or did you get into medical school, uh, medical school and then you decided to do it after? So I got into medical school first. Um, and then when I got into my med medical school during my first semester is when they shared all the information about how to apply to the dual oh. degree with us. And then after my first semester, just kind of seeing how it went for me, if I felt like I could handle adding on the extra responsibilities, then I decided to apply in the fall and I got accepted to start in the spring. And I took my first class in January or maybe February of my first year, shortly after I applied. Yeah, I thought that you applied to them like as a, like both of them at the same time, like while you were applying to medical school, mm -hmm. you would also choose that program. Cause like, I know that's how mm -hmm. BSMD programs work when you're applying like before uh, yeah. through high school, right? So I thought it was similar, um, uh, when applying to med school, but when you have mm -hmm. to, when you had to apply in January, uh, was it like difficult? Like, was it competitive, the application process and getting in or were the amount of people, at least in your circumstance that like, were there less people that applied to it wasn't as difficult? Um, I would say that's very school dependent and like how popular the dual degree is. I would say at most schools, you're going to have less people like, if let's say 200 people were accepted to medical school, you might have 30 people that are interested in the dual degree. So it's not 
quite, it's not as many people, there are not as many people doing it that get accepted to medical school. So I would say it's slightly easier to get in. I would say getting into medical school itself is harder um, because most of the time, um, now I'm not sure that all schools are like this, but I would say probably a good amount of them are, would say that if you're good enough to get into medical school, you're very likely also good enough to get this dual degree. But many of them will have like either GPA or um, grade restrictions. So like my school is pass fail, so we don't have letter grades, but I am required to pass my, my courses. And if I started failing everything, then I might lose my spot in the MBA program because they might think that I can't handle like all the commitments that I've made. So those are things to like keep in mind. Is it also like, from, I'm trying to understand, like, from a financial aspect, how is it, like, mm-hmm. after uh, after you get into medical school, do you have to pay for the MBA separately, or do they, like, you know, cut the cost for the MBA? I'm sure it varies from school to school, but what was your experience with mm-hmm. the financial aspect? Yeah, so in my experience, um, our MBA program is not th- directly through my medical school. It's through a separate school that they've partnered with, so I have to pay for the MBA separately because of that. Um, so I, it's just, it's more student loans, um, which is always, is never a good thing. That's all it makes me sad. But, um, in the grant, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, in my opinion, the MBA cost was much cheaper than it would be if I ever decided to go back after medical school residency, what have you to go and get my MBA, I would be paying much more than I am right now. And so in my opinion, I thought, well, I'm already a full-time student. I'm already not doing anything else. And this is an easily accessible and also the cheapest MBA I will probably ever be offered, even though it is still expensive. And so that's kind of what made me decide to do it now as opposed to later. But if your school, like my school also offers a bioethics master's, um, that is offered through my school. So what they do is they just adjust your cost of attendance to like um compensate for that okay. so that's also possible so it i mean in the end it will end up with more student loans just how you get there might will depend on your program so you said earlier that you um had always known that you wanted to pursue a dual degree so did you uh, mm-hmm. have to plan for the financial aspect did you budget or more money or did you plan for spending more money when you got to med school um, yeah, I did. I, I kind of had it in my mind and planned mentally that I would end up needing to take out the, the student loans to do this. So, um, I mean, medical school is really expensive and I am married. So my husband like has a full-time job and he works to support us, but I also have to take out student loans to pay for my tuition and, um, a couple, like some housing expenses as well. So I like my loans help me pay for rent and things like that. Um, so most med- I would say most medical students, if not nearly all of us take out student loans to cover our medical school bills. Cause yeah. it's just wildly expensive and it's next to impossible to live. And like, you can't work while you're in medical school. It's just not an option really. I mean, it's, I know very few people that have ever worked while in medical school and done it successfully. But, um, since you're taking out the student loans, I just have kind of planned for, a little bit extra um, at the end that I'll just make a plan to pay it off like I will for the rest. Yep. So, you know, I want to bring it to a little bit more of a positive note. Um, so <laughs> uh, who in particular um, do you think a dual degree would be a good fit for? 
Um, yeah, that's actually, that's a good question. Um, cause yeah, talking about student loans is too sad. So we can change the subject. <laughs> um, I think that people, so people who are really disciplined and driven and are like very achieve, like achiever kind of type mentalities and yeah. success oriented, I would think they those people would be a very good fit. I mean, if you not only want to be a doctor, but you want to just go that extra mile to make yourself like a standout position, then that's something, a dual degree is something you should definitely look into. Yep. So I always um, end off uh, my podcast with the same question. Um, if you had one piece of advice that you could give to people, you know, who want to get to med school and who want to do what you're about to do one day, what would you tell them? Oh man. Yeah. I have so much advice I could give, which is probably why I have an entire Instagram page full of it because <laughs> I have a lot of advice I want to give. Um, I would say the one thing I would say is to kind of put the blinders on and don't worry about what everyone else is doing. And even though this is advice, take, take the advice of people who have not done what you are doing with a grain of salt, because when you tell people you apply to medical school, there, you are going to get a myriad of opinions and advice. And a lot of that advice will come from people who have never actually applied to medical school or don't actually know what it's like. So focus your advice on people who believe in you and will cheer you on and will be realistic, but reasonable with you that have actually done this before and are like ahead of you, but on the same path because you know, I mean, there are just some people that will try to give you advice and they've never actually done it and they don't know what it's like. So if your pre-med advisor is telling you that you need all A's to get into a medical school program, that is not true. Like DM me on Instagram and let's talk about that because that's not true at all because I don't have all A's and I got in. So, you know, I think take what those people are saying with a grain of salt and just keep your blinders on. You focus on what you're doing. Don't compare your journey to anybody else's. Yeah, I think that's something that, you know, a lot of high schoolers and undergraduates face. Like, I know I have already faced such a thing. Uh, when you when someone asks, you know, who do you want to be? What do you want to be when you grow up? Tell them I want to be a doctor. Well, they're like, oh, it's a very long journey. You know, I know this person mm -hmm. dropped out. So it's a whole thing. Um, and yeah, oh, yeah, that's one of the reasons I wanted to make this podcast was so so people who, who wanted to learn about the field and who, who wanted to get advice could get advice from, you know, uh, like, people who are trustable and credible. So, you know, thank you so much mm -hmm. for doing this with me. Yeah, of course. I think this is such a good idea because it is, I mean, even, even when I applied, which is only a few years ago at this point, like there's already so much more like out there than what I had when I was working on applying to medical school. So, you know, take advantage of like the podcast like this, the people online, like, you know, don't, maybe don't go down the student doctor network rabbit hole. That's never good for anybody's mental health, but, um, but there are so many people out there that want to mentor you and help you and want to see you succeed. So just find those people and then focus on that. Yep. So, you know, to the listeners, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. If you all could uh, leave a review or rating and follow me as well as her on Instagram. My Instagram is uh, at a lens into medicine and hers is at Kennedy Dawson. Um, and my website, a lens into also has more about me and what, my goal is, uh, do you have anything else you want to say to the listeners? No, this was so much fun. Thank you guys for having me. I hope to see you guys on my Instagram. Come visit. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Bye. Yeah. Thank you.